The Vacant Ops Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash VHP and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash VHP. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Vacant House Podcast, where thoughts turn into banter. As always, my name is Kyle Bargo, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and fellow foodies Hayden Snook and Spike Salter. So this week, we're looking at our favorite foods and restaurants that we've come across thus far in our short lives. Whether it's a homemade dish we found at a potluck, food from our favorite restaurants, or a quick bite to eat from a fast food joint or food stand, we're excited to share our experiences with you. But first, let's talk about what will be new next week. Yes, we're recording this one week early because I'll actually be in France all of next week and I really didn't want to podcast from there. So I guess we'll start with Hayden. Okay, so since we're in the future, we just experienced Jared's wedding. It was so good. (laughs) It was was, lit. Oh my gosh, so romantic, I cried. (laughs) And Mitch got really (laughs) drunk. And dance with a girl. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> uh, so I don't yeah. really have much new in my life. Uh, I started doing yoga, interestingly enough, because it's really been helping my bad back, which is very important mm-hmm. to have a good back and to be able to use your legs. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's fair. But it's been helping me get stretched out, and I've, I'm actually feeling much more flexible than I've probably ever been. So, yeah, I recommend yoga. And I'm actually doing DDP yoga, which is Diamond Dallas Page, a former wrestler. He has a yoga program, and nice. it's like it's like, it's like like muscle-building yoga. So, like, you do push-ups and stuff like that, but at the same time, you're stretching, and it's very low joint impact. So, it's pretty good. That's awesome. I, I know they're a sponsor of uh, Joe Rogan's show, so mm-hmm, I've heard yeah. a lot of good things about them. Spike. So this isn't in the future, but this is something that was new with me. So I had a job interview. Um, I want to say it was on Friday. Yeah, Friday. And the interview itself went great. Um, they actually wanted to have another interview with me. It was This one was over the phone. They wanted to have another interview with me in Pittsburgh like a full on um, whoever was talking on the phone, plus like two or three kind of like bored people, whoever you want to call them mm-hmm. suit and tie, you know, resume, the, the all the works. And I said yes at first. And I think it was because I was kind of like on an emotional high because this was kind of like my first real interview. And like, this isn't to say that I just am like a loser and just never really worked. Like I just got lucky because my pen dot job, they were just kind of looking for people and they emailed me and just said, would you want to work for us? And I said, yes. So I I had the job there. And then Penn state, I went in for an interview, I thought, but I was already hired. So like a bunch of just weird, lucky things have kind of happened to me. Mm -hmm. And so for this one, I was really nervous because I had no idea what to expect. And in fact, I didn't even prepare correctly. I prepared so far on one side that the questions that they asked me on the phone were so far on the other side that 
literally all my answers I had to just pull out from my butt. But mm. I guess like I'm a natural BSer, so I was able. Hell to just, yeah! I was just able to come up with stuff. I, I I honestly thought I tanked it. Like I honestly did. If you would have talked to me right afterwards, like if she would have hung up right away, I thought I absolutely just tanked it. And at the very end, she was like, "Well, all right, Connor. Um, I absolutely have enough here. Very impressed by your resume and what you've uh, what you've kind of gone through in your life and what you've done. And we'd like to have you out in Pittsburgh. Uh, how does Monday sound?" And so I was kind of like on an emotional high there where I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like, a- absolutely. I'll see you out there. And then I kind of sat back for like a half hour, 45 minutes and thought about what all the job kind of entailed, what all I'd be doing on a day-to-day basis. And it just wasn't for me. If you know me at all personally, and if you don't know me, I am a very like, personable person who just loves being in conversations with people whether you're old young wherever we are as a friend group by myself i want to talk to people like that's just me and this job doesn't really include that much it's more sales based and more just kind of like an office job it is not me whatsoever like that Mm -hmm. that is just anti spike salser and so after like a half hour to 45 minutes of thinking about it, um, I just realized that this, this, this isn't for me. So I actually thought about it the rest of the night. I slept on it. And my, my general rule of thumb throughout life is whatever I feel in the morning is how I actually feel. So I've actually done this with women before. Hmm. That I actually know if I like a girl, if in the morning I wake up and I still actually want to talk to her. And that's only happened like twice in my life. So when I woke up the next morning, I was like, absolutely, I, I don't want to do this. So I actually called in, I canceled, um, told her, you know, thank you for her time. Thank you for, you know, thinking I'm at least good enough for another interview, but I don't want to waste anybody's time. And so I, I declined the second interview. I didn't necessarily kind of decline the job, but I declined the second interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we talked about this. It's It's definitely a good experience. Like the first interview you have, like I had mine, like... I'm going to say junior year of college and everyone just has them at different times. Like you said, cause of different scenarios. But after that first one's under your belt, a lot of people have a really bad first one and a really bad first experience. And for you to have a positive experience to where you see that, like, even if you aren't a hundred percent prepared, you can do it. Like that should give you a lot of confidence in, in like the future for, for your next interviews. And, and that definitely has to, had to have felt good that, well, she- that it went as well as it did. She sent me an interview when she first got me my application and at the end of the email saying, you know, schedule your phone interview, she said, make sure you study up on the company history, the values and like the different career paths you can take. Mm-hmm. And so, and she said it was only going to be 15 minutes. So obviously I'm like, okay, well, at least five minutes is going to be spent on the stuff that she told me. Well, literally mm-hmm. none of the questions were about that. And it was all about my job at Penn State and like different examples of different things. So like the one question she asked me that it's it's not I'm not saying it's an out there question. I just never even thought of it because the way she worded it made it sound like it was all about enterprise, not just the golf courses. So the one question that she asked me was, you know, give me one example of customer service that you provided for a customer during like an extremely hectic time. And it's one of those things where you can think of if you're just having a conversation with somebody like a lighthearted one, but to just come up, you know, on a whim, 
Mm-hmm. I had no idea. So I completely pulled something out of my butt. Something that did happen, mm-hmm. but I, I was struggling. I was struggling to think of stuff. And so I thought it was pretty evident that I was coming up with stuff like on the bat, you know, off the bat and not really thinking about it much. But uh, I mean, apparently I did okay. I don't know. For all I know, I was the only person who applied for it. And they were like, okay, well, this kid's terrible, but we're not going to find any better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was, <laughs> that's yeah. what happened. But, uh, no, it's interesting. Like, I don't want to get too much into like interview processes and stuff because I don't know. I'm I'm very anal about certain things, and I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the, what I've gone through and like some of the classes I've gone through to kind of prepare. Like Hayden, we had that uh, that career prep class together, which was kind of a joke. But Executive a lot of leadership. Weren't you in? Oh no, you weren't in my. We had I had a 21st century leadership. Uh. No, it was just career planning. It was one with Darwin Kaiser. Oh, yeah, I didn't that. have that. Oh, but I thought you were in that with me. But it was kind of BS, but a lot of the stuff they say, um, I, I kind of think it's true, uh, and it kind of reigns true to this day. But I feel like more and more people try to rehearse things, and you over-rehearse it to where, like, if someone asks you, like, if, if someone asks you that question, and you immediately are like, oh, yeah, this great example, they're going to be like, hmm. I don't know if we want this person because anyone can sit and spend all their day and and rehearse something and give them exactly what they want to hear. But if they know that that's exactly what you're doing, like I feel like a lot of companies just want people that are authentic and especially in in a role that involves a lot of interaction with people, they want someone who's, who's going to think on their feet. And I think that's why they throw a lot of those questions at you, but that's just my two cents. But yeah, it's good. You handled all that really well. And I mean, you're going to have a bunch that come through, I'm sure you're going to have a bunch of interviews here within like the next three, four months as you start to, to try to scale up and, and find something else. But did you create a LinkedIn yet? I did not. Oh man. Hayden and I can give you the LinkedIn, the yeah. LinkedIn tutorial. Yeah. Bart and I are LinkedIn all-stars. Hell yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> so we carry a lot of weight in this LinkedIn world. Watch <laughs> <No>. out. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, all of that's just like small process stuff. And I mean, the, the more you do, it can only help. But I'm, I'm the first person that's, that'll say that if you're fully qualified for something or if you're, I guess, not even fully qualified, a lot of places act like they need you to be fully qualified. But if you have if you check three of the five boxes, they're more than happy. But I mean, if you if you check those boxes, they don't really care about anything else unless you've like been in prison or you're smoking crack or you know what I mean? Like there's, I feel like the inter the interviews themselves are just trying to wean out crazy people and like people, people don't want to work with. Exactly. So, but, yeah. uh, Bargo, what's new with you, buddy? So in theory right now, I'll be in France. Brittany and I will be floating down some sort of river while someone's like doing the little paddle boat thing. I'll be eating spaghetti and meatballs. Um, will be on the top of the Eiffel Tower, and I'll be the first person to ever jump off and survive. Um, I agree. What else is happening right now? France went to war, so I'm kind of scared, but also kind of excited. And Jared's wedding had just finished, and it went really well. So it's 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 a fantastic time. They said I do. I hear that. Who did France go to war with? France went to war with uh, with Idaho, is what I heard. Idaho Idaho receded from the United States, and they decided that they could take on France. 
So, it was so everybody joke. from California moved to Idaho and then they seceded. Is that what you're saying? People, yes. Everyone from California and went Texas and some people from Ohio went to yeah. Idaho. Yeah. Um, and then they fought France. Yeah. But that makes it, sense. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, of course. Of course. I, I don't know what I'm doing well, right you now. Th- you think of the long, you know, rivalry between Idaho and France. I- I'm honestly surprised it took this long. Right. Well, I mean, you think about like the staple carbohydrate in people's diets and it's yep. either some form of pasta, which yep. France has the monopoly on pasta or some kind of potato and Idaho yep. has the monopoly on potatoes. So, I mean, it was just time. It, it was all this time building up to where their relationships just got we are so, really, so bad and so I, brittle. I really – I hear that France has javelins made out of uncooked pasta and then they have potato grenades in Idaho. Potato really? grenades. That's awesome. They, they call them spuds. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we are really dragging this out. I'm loving oh, it. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, geez. Um. But, yeah, so uh, before moving into the actual it, – it's food-related though, to be fair. We're talking about fair. food Good and transition. that, that food, right? So before moving into that, um, just a friendly reminder that we encourage you to subscribe on our podcast podcast platforms. So if you're an iTunes person, we would love that. That's our big our big push is to get those five star reviews on iTunes. That just really messed you up there, that little sputter, huh? <laughs> you, you said podcast, and you you just slowed down. Hello? Wow. Wow. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. That was buddy. very mean. It's okay. I also I also like how you said sputter instead of stutter, and we were just talking about potatoes. <laughs> oh man! See, well, I messed well, up. Yeah, well, way to ruin this entire thing for me. But yeah, uh, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and iHeartRadio, which is really cool that we're with them now. Uh, and of course, like we said, leave a review with what you like or don't like. If you don't like something, tell us that, but still leave us a five star. No, we're not kidding. We need it. Uh, and a quick thanks to everyone that has left reviews. Um, we really do appreciate it. It means a lot. All feedback's appreciated. And if you have any ideas for future content topics or want to ask us questions through the mailbag, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Vacant House PC. There's been a few episodes to where we've said that we want to get more of our social media type stuff set up. And I think this time I'm going to say that we actually mean it because this is technically an episode in advance. So our stuff should be better now to where if you get our Instagram, we might be able to have a little like thing you can click on to leave us better feedback and stuff. But if it's not there, that's on me. So I agree. Talking of talking about foods. I like food. I just had dinner. I had spaghetti and I had burger. Um, and that was really no good. Sauce? I think before no we get sauce. into this, before we get into this, we need to, Hayden, me and you both, we need to mm-hmm. congratulate Bargo on how far he has come through the pickiness of food. Yeah. Can um, we have and, a round of and, applause? Yeah. And, you guys should. You really in should. High, in high school, everybody, Bargo was known, and we're not joking, all he ate was chicken, chicken patties, chicken strips, chicken tenders, <laughs> chicken nuggets, chicken, 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 chicken. And he was so freaking picky and it was so annoying when we did eat anything because he didn't want anything. And now Bargo is finally branched out. He is eating things like a big boy. And we congratulate you, Bargo. Way to go, Bargo. Why, yeah, thank we're you. really proud of you. 
I'll make one correction there. Oh and boy! Say, and say that on Dipper Day I would eat breadsticks. No, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Dipper Day was awesome. <laughs> Dipper Day was honestly the shit. Oh man! Um, but you're you're not wrong. I ate a lot of chicken, and technically I covered my chicken in lettuce, so I only had to pay for one of them. Um, now so were you? I, I ate lettuce too. Were you? Were you picky? Or are you kind of like how I admitted I've never tried cottage cheese, therefore I said I didn't like it? Were you one of those people who just never really tried different foods and you said you didn't like it? Yeah, and, and that's kind of – and I'm still kind of like this to where if I don't feel – if there's a lot of different options and I know a lot of the options I already like, I'm just a very – I don't want to use the word basic, but I don't know. A lot of things don't really get me going. Like if I walk into a restaurant – like, for example, there's a place in Pittsburgh called the Pub Chip Shop, and they have – they're a big seafood place. They have shrimp, uh, some crab stuff, but the main thing is either fish or chicken. And I always get – it's called the Surf and Turf, which is one piece of fish, uh, one piece of chicken, and uh, a bunch of like – they call them chips, but they're fries. Yeah. So I, every time that I go in there – and I don't go there that often, but every time I go in there, I get the same exact thing. And there's a lot of people at work that are like, oh, you should try this. They have these – it's like a Thai chili tot thing that everyone loves from our group. But for me, if I'm spending $9, $10 for lunch, would I rather get something that I'm really excited to eat that I've eaten before and I know is really good? Or would I rather try something, risk not liking it, than have to go and pay to eat something else? Like, I don't know. If the opportunity arises, I'll try it. I think it's just my cheapness coupled with the fact that I don't really I'm a foodie but I'm also I like what I like see I don't really sense. think I've ever I don't really think I've ever tried I don't think I've tried too many new foods on my own dime and that mm -hmm. anytime I've really tried a new food it's most likely been with my parents like if we went out to eat or something like that or like I tried a bite of their food I don't really think I've ever like bought something with my own money that I've never had before mm -hmm. you know what I mean and yeah, and like I think it's just the the real random things that that even I don't ever like some people will go to a restaurant and they'll go on Yelp or they'll go on Google reviews or something and they'll see like okay, this place has really good beef tartare, which is raw beef on a piece of bread. Like raw beef to where it's raw to where your your taste it's really chewy and it's bleeding, but you can't get sick off of it. And like, that's actually like a big thing that people eat at the Capitol Grill downtown in Pittsburgh. Would I ever go and order that and spend like 15 bucks on it? Even if it was five bucks, I wouldn't spend five bucks on it. But if people are passing it around because it was ordered for me, I'll give it a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think exactly what you said. I just never really cared to try anything. Um, now, I've definitely gotten better since I was younger because my mom would cook things and I would just say I didn't like it or I didn't want it. And I don't know if you guys are like this, but I can, I can mentally tell myself I don't like something and I can gag on it. Like my, I, I'm so mental with food. Like, I don't know. There's just certain things and it's not really like that anymore, but there's certain things that you could just be like, when I was younger, I used to like Salisbury steak and I haven't had a Salisbury steak in like 15 years. Did but, you guys, did you guys ever, not to like completely go off topic here, but were, were there ever times where like you would have something at your own house, but if you went to somebody else's house, like you wouldn't eat or drink that specific object. A hundred percent. Just so use like my mom's cooking. My thing. Yeah. yeah. So my thing, and, it, and it's completely weird, but actually like my mom and my brother completely agree with this. I would drink like 
milk that's in my own fridge. But when I would go to other people's houses, if they would like as a kid, if they were to offer me milk, I'd say no. It's really? different. Yeah. It you know, tastes different. The, the reason it tastes different is because the refrigerator doesn't yeah. cool it the same way yours does. Yeah. So oh. I remember I, I just was like always really weird. Like anytime I would go somewhere else, they'd be like, you want milk or what? I'd always take whatever else there was. Like I just was really weird about that. See, maybe it's because I love milk and I drink a gallon of milk every two days. But I, I would never be that way with milk. It's more so how people prepared things. So I got just so used to how my mom did macaroni that when like Dustin Peachy's mom or Noah's mom would make macaroni, it didn't taste the same way. Did it taste bad? Probably not. But my mind, because it didn't taste the same way, like said it was bad. And like there yeah. were a lot of things like I, I shout out to Pam, Noah's mom, because Pam would always cook things that were always like she would cook things for me because she knew I was a really picky eater. But they would still be things that were like kind of a stretch to where it wasn't like she was making chicken nuggets and oven pizza or like Salisbury steak or any of like the the five foods that I ate through middle school. She would cook like, I don't know, some kind of fish that it wouldn't be like she's making something completely random, but it'd be something that the 13, 15 year old me would try and like. And then I'd come home and be like, mom, you need to make this. You can't make it as good as Pam makes it. But I don't know. It was, uh, yeah, I'm glad that I'm not in that boat anymore. I'm glad that I try a lot of different things. Um, hmm. but there's also the side of me that I, I like enough things to, to enjoy eating food and to feel like I'm eating, I can eat healthy. It's not like I just like burgers and fries. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm glad I'm no longer in that situation anymore, but I also, it's kind of still rooted in me, you know, but I, I think I'm going to start a segment right now. <laughs> okay. This is and good. I'm ge- I'm going to call it douchebag of the week. Oh boy. And I want to give, since we were talking about milk, I want to give douchebag of the week to Fairlife Farms <laughs> because they absolutely treat their cows horrendously. Oh boy! <laughs> did you did you guys see that video? No. no. Oh my god! It is terrifying. I don't want to watch it. What do they do? They like they. It's like they're tossing cows by their legs and like they're killing them if they can't produce enough milk. If they get to four years old, they kill them because they oh don't produce gosh. produce the same milk. It's crazy. Jeez. So douchebag of the week goes to Fairlife Farms. <laughs> we need to but, have like a jeer after that, like boo. boo. <laughs> or, like, yeah. or like uh, remember in uh and this might offend some people but i really don't care remember when we used to have the homo chant in middle school yeah homo douchebag douchebag but yeah that, that's but, pretty messed yeah. up animal abuse is messed up and there's probably to kind of tie our last two episodes together there's probably an animal abuse law that they probably got like the guys that were doing it I, I say guys, but the people that were messing with those cows probably got, I would imagine that they got some sort of like repercussions from that. Yeah. There, but. And to tie it back to a previous episode as well, a torture Ooh. law. Let's go. See? Yeah. See, like we're, on, we're on top they, of things. They all yeah. come together. They all come together. So but. the food that bothered me the most <laughs> oh, <God. Okay. laughs> whenever I went to people's houses 
it was probably when they didn't have the right potato chip. I despised Middlesworth families. Oh, they didn't dude. Have Hartley's. Dude, I love those. Oh, I love Middlesworth too. Oh, dude. If, if you guys had Middlesworth, <laughs> I wouldn't eat them because Hartley's is – I'm so loyal to Hartley's. So- I used yeah. to like Hartley's a lot more than I do now because ever since they changed. Yeah, the that's what I'm talking about. Back in yeah. the day. Okay. Back okay. in the day, you know, good Hartley's days. Now the Middlesworth chips aren't too bad, but back in the day, I'd go to a friend's house if they had Middlesworth. Nah, no thanks. No. So Fat boy Hayden's going to get his calories elsewhere. Here's what I found out about chips, and this might be a hot take. So do you guys like, can you guys just eat plain chips? Yeah. Yeah. You do. You like plain chips? Yeah. So I don't like plain chips unless it was <laughs> Ruffles wavy. I don't like plain chips. So for me, what's that? Because of the texture or what? No. Oh, why I liked Ruffles wavy? Because I don't know. I, like, why is that the one? I, I don't know. I just like, I think it is the texture. I think it's just cool to eat those. I was going to say, because like, it's not like too much. Di- no, no, my point it, was, it's like, yeah. it's not too much different than right. other plain chips. Right. Like, I don't like Hartley's plain chips. Huh. I guess I guess is where I'm coming from. Like I, I'll eat some, but I also don't like. I don't get really excited about that. Whereas a sour cream chip or a, a good barbecue chip, like uh, like Hartley's barbecue is 100 percent the best barbecue. And I think Middlesworth and hers have the best sour cream chip, but also Hartley's has a good sour cream chip. So essentially, what I'm coming down to is since I don't like plain chips and chips are bad for you, finding a food that I can put. The heart because Hartley's comes out and they, they're at Sharp Shopper. If you guys ever, I don't know if you've ever seen them or I think other stores carry them too, but they have like the Hartley's seasoning. So you can find a healthier food to put that seasoning on other than chips. Think about it, right? It's like, I don't know, chips aren't great for you. I like chips, but if you could put Hartley's sour cream, excuse me, like a carrot, yeah. Or interesting. I just, or I could just that's, eat that's carrots with sour cream. I don't know. They, Maybe I don't even they the make seasoning. the seasoning separately. Right. That's what I said. That, hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Because you think about it, even like I would rather put the seasoning on French fries because I, I like French fries better than chips and they're still better for you. Assuming they aren't like super, super greasy. But hmm. I don't know. Kind of a hot take, kind of not. Um, a little bit slight, slight hot take, yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll hey. start with we'll start with snacks because we're kind of on that. What's your biggest like guilty pleasure snack? Oh, this is tough. Ooh. So oh I, I, while you guys are thinking, I'll, I'll just say mine real quick. Sour cream chips, hundred percent, are are up there. Mm-hmm. Bugles, love bugles. Bugles are good. Bugles are good, and bugles. I went through this patch in my life where I didn't have bugles for like three years, and when they came back, they came back hot. They were really yeah. good. Okay, um, I got mine. I got it. mine. Uh, Oreo cookies and milk, and mm-hmm. not not like some loser who just dumps his cookie in for like a half a second and then eats it when it's still hard. No, I put that sucker in there until it gets mushy and then I eat it. Amen. Define Amen. mushy to where it's like, like falling like, apart or where you like you feel. No, no. When okay. it when it falls apart, when if when a cookie falls apart in your hand and goes to the bottom of the glass, violins need to play because that is a sad day, my friend. But. When you pull that sucker out and you take your first bite and it just like melts in your mouth and just mushes yep. in your mouth, that's yeah. perfect. Those Agreed. people who are just crazy and probably serial killers are the ones who like dump it in for a half a second and then take it out and eat it when it's still crunchy. Like that's dumb. Yeah. 
I'm not even eating anything and I can feel the 25 pounds coming back. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Guilty pleasure food fudge rounds. And yeah, yeah, I love fudge rounds. And recently they decided to come out with a double decker fudge round that they have at gas stations. (laughs) And you best believe before I started this diet, I was pounding those on the daily. That so, was my mid-afternoon snack. So we have these things that are at Aldi. They're just like this really generic brand brownie bar. Mm-hmm. And they're 100 calories each. And I think it's only like 40 calories or something from fat. But the things are so small that I don't feel bad eating them. To where like, when I say small, like I have an iPhone 7. It's probably like the same width of my phone, but not as long. But they're not like super miniature or whatever. But regardless, uh, I can eat like two or three. They're they're my go to snack. I'll go through a box every two or three days of like six or seven. They're they're definitely a go to. Um, but did you guys ever get behind the deep fried craze, like deep fried Oreos and deep, deep fried, fried Oreos everything? Are incredible, but I, no, I could I, never get behind it because I never did. You, no. Well, I, I I've tried them and they're amazing, but I just thought that like it took so much effort. Yeah. To like make it and the put the oil in and then cook it and then dip stuff in and all that. So no, I never did. I like it. And do I hate it? No, I just never really like got into it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I was just always wondering. I, I don't know. I feel like the only time I see deep fried stuff anymore is at like carnivals. Yeah. But there was a time where everyone, everyone was selling like deep fried, like Twinkies, deep things that were already like ridiculously bad for you deep fried twice you know what i mean let's deep fry let's already deep fry let's deep fry an already deep fried burger (laughs) they they do that at the bloomsburg fair and it's humongous and they have literally deep fried everything and the guy one of the guys one of my customers he told me that when the Bloomberg fair comes around, he knows that he's gaining weight that week because <laughs> he just goes to every food stand and tries everything. Dang. It's, it's crazy how big Bloomberg fair is, but mm-hmm. yeah, deep frying everything is crazy. Mm-hmm. So what about like just traditional moving away from like guilty pleasures and bad food? Cause I feel like I'm going to end up having to run a Burger King or something. If we keep talking about it, like, so food, well, I guess we should throw a little plug in for Burger King. Before we move away from oh, fast yes. food or anything. Yes, absolutely. Because Burger King was our go-to hangout spot through high school, which sounds really weird. Mark. Other than the Minute Mart. Other, other than the Minute Mart, which is true. And it sounds really crazy, but that was just such an easy place. Like, in high school, you don't really want to be at home. You, you want to be out doing something to where, like, you don't – you're allowed to swear and you're you allowed freshly, to – You freshly get your license. You freshly get your license. Mm-hmm. You want to be out and about, but you've also – are hungry and you want to just, I mean, there were, we would go and eat, but we would also still hang out there for like two, three hours after that. So that was like our go-to place. And that little like circular booth was totally ours. And that was more than just, that was more than just eating after school too. That was like, you know, a Thursday night at like eight 15, we would Mm -hmm. text in the group. Hey, you guys doing anything? No. Why? You just want to go to Burger King? Yeah, Yeah. let's do it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And that might be the best example of like simplicity, like kind of like I was saying with my like how I don't really try a lot of different things. Like you realize how easy it would have been for one of us to that, that same conversation. Are you guys doing anything? Oh, let, let's go hang out at X. But we always chose Burger King because it had it, there was exactly. something special about it, I guess. 
it wasn't the workers. It wasn't the food. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it was just, I think it's centralized. I think it was a, a decent set. Yeah, that's what I was gonna, just going to say. It was a good mm-hmm. central location for us to just, that was like our, our getaway spot. And people, mm-hmm. I remember I would tell my mom that either A, we were going to the Minute Mart or B, we were going to Burger King. And she thought for sure I was going to see a girl. Order drugs. And, <laughs> he ordered drugs, oh, yeah. <laughs> and and literally, I was going to Burger King or going to the Belvo Minute Who was Go. it that when was it was it you guys that when you told your parents you were going to the Minute Mart, they literally thought you were doing something probably bad? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I think it was so both of us. <laughs> my parents knew that we were doing that, like they knew because I I went to the Minute Mart with like every one of my friends, whether it was you guys or not. Um, but let me let me ask you this question, completely off topic. I don't know because I was this kid in Belleville. Did you guys ever use me as an excuse, like, like that you weren't doing anything bad? Like, for example, like when Rod, like Rodney Patterson, um, uh, childhood best friend, grew up with him since you know known him since like second grade. When he would go to do something, his mom would say, "Be careful!" Like if she was ever like a little bit kind of like, eh, "What's he doing?" And he would say, Spike's going to be there. Whether I was there or not, I was using huh. it as, as an excuse. And then her, her answer would always be, oh, okay, you're fine then. Hmm. Did I you mean, guys I'm, ever use me as that? Yeah, I did. Did you really? Yeah. Um, whenever I was seeing a particular woman two years ago in the summertime, do you remember? Yes. Whenever I first started seeing her, I would tell my mom and dad that I was going to hang out with you. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Oh, I'll go have fun, Hayden. Yeah, it like was won't do anything. He's he's you know. But they also knew what we were just so weird that it was. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, we literally were so weird that we go to Walmart and before we get inside Walmart, we guess um one girl and one guy that we all know, and if we get it correct that that person's in there, like know, just bad bragging rights or something. But yeah, we do right. every single time. Whether we're going to. Uh, it's like Black Friday. That's kind of a Black Friday special too. But whether yeah. we're going to State College or it's Lewistown, like there was always a, a guess it of who was there, of who was where. And nobody is excited yet. for this Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, kind of a, a quick story that kind of relates to saying I was with you, Spike. But the very first time that I went and drank, um, which is really crazy thinking about, like how how different everything is now which of course i'm not 17 anymore but or 16 17 but the very first time i went and drank it was with noah taylor brown maddie elsesser um neff fish like a a bunch of different people but they all came to camp and it was from it was kind of noah's idea and then i went with it and we all went out to the cabin then but i told them that it was just going to be a regular night like it was it was me noah jared hayden spike like all that that sort of thing and boy, that weekend turned into, I'm pretty sure that was Noah's first time drinking too, because I've never seen my dad's dresser so full and it was not close. <laughs> I, was, I remember, uh, I remember yeah. being invited for that night. Yeah. I don't know um, what you I, had. I won't, I wasn't there. I don't think. No, yeah. I, I was, I, yeah. I, meant, yeah. I meant like, I don't know what you had to do. Um, yeah. I know exactly what I had to do. Um, I won't say it over the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will say that I actually had nothing to do. I just didn't want to uh, go for a specific reason. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, that, I think that's one of the only situations like I didn't lie to my parents all that much. Um, and when I did, like they definitely knew um, like 
I would always tell my dad that I was going to Courtney's and we weren't doing anything. And then he was just like, looking back, like it's kind of silly because you just randomly start going to someone you never talked to really ever their house. And you're saying like, Oh yeah, we're just hanging out. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> yeah. Parents so, knew. Yeah. They definitely knew. I'm so oblivious to that, but it's funny. The reason I said at the beginning of that little story about how, uh, it's crazy how things change was I remember from that night I put like two beers and like a little thing of Jaeger or something in like a little slide thing. And my dad found it. And I remember how like worked up, not really worked up. He was, cause I feel like he kind of expected it. Like he had to put his foot down, like being the dad, he can't just be like, Oh yeah, have fun. But like thinking about it in hindsight, like I remember how worked up I got about that. And I convinced my dad that they were all Mitch's. Yeah. And like we didn't even drink. Mitch just can't. Mitch would just come and he would drink at my cabin while we're all playing Mario Kart and Mario Party. And oh, just I was on the there. GameCube. I didn't realize. What? Whenever you drank. The night with you definitely weren't there. The no, no, night, I wasn't. No. Yeah, you you got caught after that, wasn't it? That's that's true. It might have been. It might have been a kind of a slow build up too of our I'm not little sure. stash of one beer here and there. But thinking about it, like it was probably like a bush light, two bush lights, and a little thing of Jaeger. Which like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Looking back, it's like what? Like, I don't know. You look at. I really don't. I, I you know I'm tangenting real bad, but I look at like Barstool and Total Frat Move and all those sites, and like whenever someone does something where like they smash a beer off their head and they don't even drink like half the beer. People get so worked up that people waste beer. And in reality, like when people are binging beer, they're drinking natty, they're drinking Bud Light, they're drinking stuff that is less than a dollar. Yeah. And people are like, Oh my God, you're wasting a beer. Like why do people have that mentality? You know, like, is it because we were all beer was like gold to us when we were in high school slash college? when we weren't 21 and I think now it's, it's just, just a, a commodity i think it's just one of those social things that like you're looked down on if you don't have that idea yeah i mean i get it but i don't you know no, i get it i get it. i mean you <laughs> yeah. can say that about anything though like there are a lot of different things that we all act like that we're supposed to do you know what i mean but if you yeah. really dig down to the root of it now i can't really come up with any examples it's just one of those mm. things i can't just come up with off the bat but that's just one of those things like you have to love beer. You can't waste beer. And if you do, we're going to call you out on it, even though we've done it ourselves. Yeah, it's like societal like Mitch. norms. We keep bringing up Mitch, but like Mitch that one day when he was uh, dumping it, you know, out, out uh-huh. of the window. <laughs> yeah. He, he dumped like three quarters of his beer like seven times. Uh-huh. And therefore, he only drank like a beer and a half. And that was it. Well, while he was driving. <laughs> Congrats, Mitch. You just got Yay. called out. Lucky number 13. Hey, really lucky number uh, two. Night, the night it was born. Yeah. Oh, man. Was that the first? So lucky number 13 night. Was that head off the ceiling fan night? Yes, it was. But started that because that was I, I do want to have a separate episode on cabin stories because we could totally have on any of those guys. and It would be a riot. It would be a hoot. Oh, like just kind of reminiscing on some of those nights. Yeah, because I remember that night was. That was ridiculous. Yeah, so I don't even know. Obviously, Spike, you didn't drink at that point. I don't think if Hayden and I did, it was not to the scale that that Mitch was at, which I think is why we, like lucky number thirteen was such a big deal. 
Well, Mitch started because he was hanging out with Richie and the buds and Richie. back in and back in his truck in C lot and you know, all that kind of jazz. <laughs> I love Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um so favorite restaurants. Wow, we really we really wow. went off the, We just wasted yeah, like thirty dude. minutes on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So uh I guess like all around different places. I mean, I'm gonna say some places from Pittsburgh that people might not know, but I mean, I guess one that we all probably share is the breakfast place. Yeah. The Honey Creek Inn. The Honey Creek Inn. We've always gone there for breakfast after the cabin most of the time. Probably like an 80, 70, 80% chance. Yeah. Um, and it was always exactly what you were looking for. It wasn't, it, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's really good, but it's not, it's good like after you're drunk to sober you up kind of breakfast food. And that was kind of a, a good place to kind of tie things back to where Mitch could be his replay and tell everyone about their nights. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, any, any favorite Mifflin County restaurants that aren't oh, just like Long John Silver's on a fast food place? I mean, you could probably say an OIP. I think um, so. Uh, my favorite, my favorite one would have been Revival Kitchen had it still been there. Actually, it is oh, still yeah. there. It is. It's well, still, it's, it's not it's, in the same it's, building. It's not Revival Kitchen anymore. It's just like uh, it's Stonefly or whatever that is now. It's called the Revival. Yeah, it's it's somewhere else though. Is my point. It's not the same thing. Like it's not but, the same. But I'm pretty sure they. It's. I'm pretty sure they moved like three buildings. Yeah. Yeah, but my point is, it's not the exact <laughs> same experience. It's like it's like set like when you um. So it's different now in that. They only have like each night you go, it's one meal. Oh, that's my point. It's a completely different experience. It's not like a normal restaurant anymore oh, where you go that. in and you go look at the menu and blah, blah blah blah. No, it's you go in there and it's okay. Tonight we have this. I see that now. Yeah. yeah. So, so n- not not to slander Revival Kitchen, but the people that own Revival Kitchen used to live in my dad's old house. Really? He rented it out to them. the The man cave. That's where or MC two, I guess we called it. That yeah. they used to live there and supposedly they were very bad tenants to where the way they left the place was terrible. Um, there were just a lot of different gripes that my dad had and they didn't really seem to care too much about anything, but their restaurant. So their house was just a complete mess. Um, so actually not really related, but kind of related news that I just found out that my dad sold that house two really? days ago. There yep. we go. Wow. Congrats, Rob. Yep. Yeah, so he's pretty excited about that. Uh, I sold it an all-cash offer. So I'm kind of bummed that that house is gone, but he kind of viewed it as like a – he was just having people – he was just renting it out ever since he moved to uh, Lewistown. Yeah. And it is – both of his tenants have been nightmare tenants, and he doesn't even know they're paying the mortgage of the place, and and he makes out the amount of work and time he spends like – keeping up what they have to do is just way too much yeah um real quick also in revival kitchen i forgot to say this as well it's a flat rate so each person it's 60 dollars. wow yeah that was that was my point in that it's just like not a restaurant anymore it's like a yeah. a high class you better like what we have on the menu tonight sort of thing mm. And and but people, like 60 bucks people really buy into that type of oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Though. I mean, people from State College travel over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. same from uh, Juniata College. I ran into, like, two professors one night 
that were there eating at the revival. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think this area needed something like that. Like it filled a void, but it also it was nice necessary. because yeah, like it was kind of a fancier place with fancier food and all that. But you didn't even have like the waitresses and waiters like literally wore jeans and flannels. So while mm. it was kind of like a fancy place, it was true Mifflin County in, in that you didn't have to like dress up. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Yeah. That's true. That's, That's my true. Yeah, it's a good one. Hayden, do you have one? My favorite restaurant right now is probably the downtown OIP. Mm. And I really, I really enjoy their bread and their ranch. It's really good. Oh yeah, their ranch. Their ranch. That was my so cheat good. meal. That was my cheat meal on Friday. I had. Uh, well, I always get their chicken alfredo, and I got bread with ranch, and that was my cheat meal for the day, for the week. Yeah, and OIP bread itself is just so good. It's above OIP, everything yeah. else. And OIP ranch is like, it's different, but a great different. It's it's like made from scratch. It's really yeah, it's good. Great. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's probably my current one. If you would have asked me, oh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I probably would say Harsh Burgers. Okay. Harsh Burgers has really good ice cream and the food's pretty good too, but the ice cream's phenomenal. Hmm. Yeah. Love Vince's. Gotta throw Vince's Oh, Vince's. Yeah. Duh. Vince's for all you can eat night on Thursdays. Heck mm-hmm. yeah. All you can eat pizza and breadsticks for like it used to be like eight bucks. It's probably more now. Maybe. No, it's it's the same price. Yeah, it's it's, it's like eight fifty five or something like that. Yeah, that's one hell of a deal. I mean, we went there a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> it definitely didn't help any of us. But no, uh, it did not. Yeah, <laughs> those were always they would always be uh, good. Like, I feel like senior year, junior year. There was one year that we went there. Uh, the Thursday after practice every single week for football. Mm-hmm. Was, oh, senior also, year. Yeah. It was a we good also group went there the one time um, before, I think it was senior show practice. Because mm-hmm. we went there one night, and then we went up to the parking lot, threw some football, went to practice, and then came back out and threw more football. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That. Yeah, That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound oh. sh- like, Even if you don't remember it, that shouldn't shock you. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say that would be uh wasn't that with like Logan Blyer and Fryberger and people like that? Yeah, who was in our gr- Dustin, Dustin Rudd. What was Dustin in our in our senior show skit? Mm. I think it was me, you, Noah? Uh Noah, Mitch and Rudd. Yes. Man, I forgot about that. I think. Senior show. I can't remember now. Man, now you got me. I'm gonna be browsing on Facebook. I need to find this picture yeah, now. Yeah, I forgot I about that. Yeah. Senior show, man. That time's flown. Good lord, it's already been five. Speaking of which, completely off subject again. Isn't this summer supposed to be our fifth year reunion? Is yeah, it? they have. Oh, they haven't said anything the, about. Yeah, I guarantee it's not happening. Yeah, for sure. Oh boy. There's a Facebook group though. Where's our senior show? <laughs> Are you looking for it? Yeah, I'm looking real hard for. It. Oh, found it. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. I see, so this picture is of Mitch Rudd, me, Noah, who had his boner. If you remember, yeah, yeah. and you. And he was touching me, I think. <laughs> and he was touching you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me send this picture. Wow. 
Yeah. Noah's gonna, because Noah's in this group, he's gonna be like, "What the hell?" And you're <laughs> like, "What is going on here?" Yeah. Oh my there god, man. Good lord. <laughs> I just remember trying to drag Mitch like off the stage. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was wearing those slippers, and so like I couldn't get any traction, so I fell down too, and we just like both like laid there, like, "What are we supposed to do now?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I completely forgot about the senior show. That's wild. Oh my gosh, I don't miss it. Oh, man boy. senior show is one of those things i didn't participate in because of a certain somebody yeah and you thanks for bringing up like, bad memories yeah uh, sorry <laughs> thanks for the memories even though they weren't so great yeah it's okay good. we uh we had a lot of other good memories after that was over oh yeah yeah so, for sure but you know dang. it looks so much different i know right wow it's wild <laughs> oh, i'm trying to think of other places that i i love to eat in mifflin county I love I mean, the Bellevue, just their fish. That's kind Bellevue's of a staple. Yeah, I mean, what's really good? Do you guys have like an all-time favorite restaurant? It doesn't even have to be Mifflin County. It could be anywhere oh, in the world. Boy. So, like, I guess the better way to paint that because I it's so hard. I feel like I just have a lot of different ones. But I guess like if you had to have a meal before you died and it wasn't home cooked, like not even the meal, like not even just the meal, like the meal mixed in with the environment, mixed in with ev- everything. Like, is there just a specific restaurant? It doesn't. Maybe it doesn't even have the best food. Yeah, but you just always have a great time there. I feel like I have to go Vince's honestly. For me, mm. yeah, that's fair. I would say either grotto's pizza or texas roadhouse you like grotto's pizza yeah man it's What's delicious wrong with grotto's pizza? i don't hate it but it, it just tastes like fast food pizza to me it's freshly baked i know but it just it tastes so thin and it's the one in bethany beach italian pie <laughs> the one in bethany beach which i thought did really really well business um when we just went to the beach last week uh, or two weeks ago it was closed so, Damn. I don't know, but I don't know. I'm not a huge Grotto fan. I like I would prefer Papa John's over Grotto's Pizza. Really? Uh, mm. Actually, I I can't really speak to that because I've only had Grotto's once. So. Mm. Um, and then what was your other one? Hayden? Texas Roadhouse. Texas Ooh, Roadhouse. That's Roadhouse good. Is good. That's good. Um, I guess mine would have to be Duke's in Hawaii. Ah, yeah, you love that place, didn't you? We went, we went there twice for breakfast, and they had banana pancakes there, mm-hmm. and it was right in the ocean. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was incredible! Right in the That's- ocean with all those weird sea creatures, right? Oh yeah, so, like the anglerfish was there. He popped his yeah. head out. Uh, our buddy, the goblin shark, who was the misunderstood. And yeah, they sang. He and they out. sang to you mm-hmm. under the sea. Under the sea. Yeah, it was great. Oh. Yeah, I, I guess another one I would add in there, like, I love, when you say the environment, I love the environment of Vince's, where it's, like, so laid back, and you're just, like, having conversations, and everyone can hear each other's conversations, but you don't care, you're just there, and you're relaxed, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it's changed, because I haven't been there in however long, but uh, the Capitol Grill downtown, oh, I yeah. would, I've been there three times now for, it's where we have our, our ISDR, which is the program I'm in, our uh, graduation dinners and the steaks there are like anywhere between like 50 and 70 bucks. But I've gotten the New York strip both times. And it's kind of the case where I wouldn't change it because it's so damn good. And I only get to experience it like two or three times. So I'm going to get it every single time I go, but it's just like, they put like this great mix of like, uh, like 
pepper flakes and it it just seasons so well and oh my god it would it just melts in your mouth oh man I food is just really steak. good food is really good oh, like i can't even just it's, it's just good yeah stromboli's probably my favorite food of oh. all time is it really mhm that's oh. my go to <laughs> I don't know if you'll ever get this question, Spike, but a question I've got twice when I was interviewing was if you were, if you had a favorite, if you were a food, what would you be? And <laughs> you'd my be a go- stromboli. My go, no, get it. My my go-to food is a stromboli because there's so many different layers to it. Like it's so there's the complexities all there, but at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of simple stuff. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Stromboli, like ham, pepperoni, and cheese stromboli. Like it's just, it's just three simple meats and some bread. But when you put all that together, it creates this illustrious taste. You dip it in some red sauce. Man, I'm getting wet uh, just thinking about it. <laughs> Are you dripping? Are you sobbing? Oh uh, my god. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this, this. I knew this episode was going to be dangerous. Harry yeah, dude, now, that, now really dude we shouldn't have done this because now we're no. hung. This was a Shit. really bad idea, honestly. Oh uh, man, uh, my fa- one of my favorite foods: Thrasher's French fries on the boardwalk. Thrasher's fries are really good. Yeah. Oh, and I know you love Fisher's popcorn. Yeah, we just went through. So funny story about Fisher's popcorn. You like Fisher's popcorn too, Snook? Oh the, yeah. They no longer have just a small, medium, and large. Full. Oh, no. They have okay. an extra large and they have an extra extra large. Oh my god. And I'll show you the picture of the ex <laughs> so of course my mom, being the extra person she is, got an extra extra large. She was like, Oh, we'll go through it. And of course that means once you start touching the popcorn, yeah, it just, just goes down. Around. You can't stop. Yeah. The most dangerous thing ever. And we went through it, which is ridiculous. But uh the extra large is like or the, the large is like, like $28 or something. Like it's always been really expensive because it's a lot of popcorn. But the extra, extra large was like 40 bucks. Holy shit. For a freaking tub oh of buttered gosh. popcorn. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Like what shysters they are. But you, they put something in there. They sprinkle like cocaine or I don't know. <laughs> oh, they, 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 they honestly have to. There's yeah. no way that they can make popcorn taste that good. And and make someone justify spending forty bucks because the popcorn is that good. That's a good point. But I'll send you guys a picture of it after the podcast. The thing is freaking huge. I don't know if you saw. I put it on my Snapchat. Brittany got a, a an extra small box or an extra small uh, little thing of caramel corn, and I had them beside each other on Snapchat. And I said, uh, "You versus the guy." She tells you not to worry oh, about. Yeah, it. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that that thing was pretty damn big. Oh, but. Man. Any other closing foods? I mean, I feel like I could go on and on and on, but I we need to I don't stop. want to. We do need to stop. So, and any closing like hidden gems of food? Any foodie tips? Uh, Are you guys about uh, bacon's good on everything? Bacon is good. I mean, on bacon, bacon is bacon good. is just like one of the greatest things to ever exist. Yeah, bacon's good. Bacon good. All right. Well, we'll wrap it with that. That's such a true statement spoken by a true scholar. Thank you. So that's a wrap for this one, as usual. Of course, hit us with a like and a follow on our social media at Vacant House PC. 
we should get that stuff flowing here soon. And again, let's get the reviews in. We only need about a lot more to hit the trending page. <laughs> so so as, as many as it definitely can't hurt, I guess, is where we're coming to. Uh, so whatever whatever you guys can do, that'd be, that'd be super and we appreciate it. So thanks for listening. And as always, keep those thoughts alive. Thank you.